Hello. How's it going, Liz? It's Michael. Hello, mate. You doing all right? Yeah, not too bad yourself? I'm good, mate. Good. A little bit rushed, but, you know, happy. <laughs> right, so, been meaning to catch up with you for a while, Lewis. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the relaunch of the website. It looks brilliant. We were all waiting for it, and it didn't disappoint, so congratulations to you and your team. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, it's been, you know, it's, it's been stressful. I'm trying to bloody organise a wedding, mate, and this, and this, this, uh, this magazine's more stress. <laughs> I can appreciate that. I can appreciate it. So, I mean, for anybody who, who's uh, listening to us who may not be familiar with yourselves, let, can you tell us a bit about uh, Big Right Hook and, and how it started uh, originally in its in its digital form? Well, I studied journalism at John Moore University, and one of the final projects for that was um, just it was a creative project. So I'm, I'm into my sports, as you know. Uh, I used to be a presenter on a Liverpool fan channel, Redman TV. Check it out. I'll be on there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, I'm kind of I'm into digital things. I like using the internet. I like I work with a website, and it was kind of how can I take my passion for boxing. And, and and show that to me lecturers. So I came up with the concept of Big Right Hook. So that was essentially a platform for me to be creative, talk about boxing, talk about other issues, not just fight previews and fight reviews. Uh, I wanted to talk about the wider issues. So things like should we still have ring girls? Are we dependent on football stadia and um, pay per view and things like that? So I wanted an outlet where I could be more creative because I've written for a few boxing websites and I found it was a little bit um you know it would limit you um not just with the words but in terms of like the the tone that you could speak so coming from like a, a journalistic background I'd done a bit of work in radio as well um I just wanted to go down a sports route and I wanted to do a sport that's accessible because think of football we all love it we all, we all like writing about it we all like talking about it and it's very hard to get footballer interviews so Boxing, um, I've been passionate about boxing for well, maybe 15 years now. And um, I just thought, there's enough local gyms around Liverpool. There's enough good Liverpool uh, fighters. Um, some people may not agree with that, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you mentioned Bellevue or the Smiths. But, you know, um, I thought it was a great way to you know, show what I could do uh, writing. So i just i just went for it i'm from there it, it's kind of steamrolled to, to what it was a bedroom blog and then a few other people got involved and then we were ringside at the echo arena uh, i won a dragon's den business style pitch and we, we've had investment now to to launch the website and get the magazine printed from um, a monthly uh digital e-magazine to a quarterly printed magazine so hopefully we can make some money and uh, all the writers can get paid and we can all, all do what we want and, and get paid for it rather than our current nine to fives, I think. So like I said, yeah, it's just kind of steamrolled. It's just, it's just gathered pace immensely. I remember looking back probably about a year or so ago, maybe a bit more, and uh, I think you'd followed us on Twitter and we obviously followed back. And then just to see your growth from that point, because I think you were still fairly new even at that point. And it's it's been... It's been quite a ride. I mean, I think uh, I know quite a few people that have written for yourself. I've I've written an article for yourselves as well. Um, so it's been it's been quite a, quite a ride. I mean, obviously you couldn't could you have imagined it growing this quickly uh, when you first started out? Well, no, well to be honest, mate, it takes a lot of hours, a lot of clicking, and a, and a lot of hard work. So I just I wasn't big on Twitter. Basically, I I do political rants and funny jokes on Facebook all the time. That's all I do. And it's like Twitter is the place where you can find 
fans of boxing. So I started with, with zero followers, and it was just a case of, right, I need to find who likes boxing, who the people go to, and it, I just started doing that, really. I was following people. I was liking everything. Everyone who, who mentions Tyson Fury, I'm liking that. Everyone who mentions Anthony Joshua, I'm liking them. And it's just, it's honestly a case of just putting in the hours to, to try and do that. And you network and, and you find people who will give you the time of day, like yourselves, um, people who are, who are just as hard working, but in, the, in their own way. So they, they'll do it, whether it be podcasts or, or videos and things like that. So it, it, it takes a lot. It, it doesn't happen overnight. And I would never, ever, ever buy a follower. I, I, I tried a little app and I got absolutely bombarded with porn bots. Which it's great. It's great to look at. I mean, I do, I do like looking at them. But you know, you just got to unfollow them, and it's about getting engaged fans. So you you see people um, posting about Carl Frampton and Tyson Fury this week. I'll be liking them. I'll, I'll be questioning them. I'll be saying, who do you think will win? And um, but I'm just one man, so there's only so many hours in a day, and I still got to like make me tea and go to work and, and do all the other stuff. So that just gets constantly. Yeah. It, it, got to be kind of like OCD that you're constantly liking, you're constantly trying to engage and I wouldn't want to be one of those uh, like kind of you see the Twitter profiles now that say they are the fastest growing boxing Twitter channel or the, the, the most yeah. interactive it's like mate you can't you just you literally you cannot quantify that at all so we never make any claims like that basically it's just me chatting to people about boxing and if they follow back then great all we can do is give them good boxing content and, and good stories and hopefully they read it. And uh, as you say, we've had a lot of people like for us yourselves included. And I'm one of the, because the, I, I try and give some model to the the brand as it were. And I'm part of that is giving new people a chance. So any new writers who ever want to get in touch, let us know because I was knocking on the door and I've, I've got a degree in, in, in journalism and, and I couldn't get a, I couldn't get a spot on a website and there's people who write for me now who are published authors and they're far better writers than me. So giving the professionals a chance is just as important as giving the first time as a chance because it means more to someone who's never been given that chance before. So so that's what we try and do. We try and promote them. All right, so it, may, it may take me about half an hour to edit their work, but they feel so much prouder about that and or more proud even. Sorry about my words. But... Yes, that, that, that's one of the things we like to do, just give everyone a chance to write and, and just keep networking. So we've, we've come across a lot of people. Um, Danny Flexen has helped out, um, David Payne, and just a lot of people, like a lot of good writers that I really respect. So it's been it's been nice to just like touch base with them and just become part of the community in Fight Talk, that they've been like very welcoming too. So it's something that I didn't really expect, I thought. The boxing community and the fans could be a little bit more hostile, a bit more aggressive. But we went to Manchester to watch Groves Eubank. And that was just a big, friendly group of lads who all liked the same thing. And that was quite refreshing because I've done a lot of um, stand-up comedy in me, like, me late teens and early 20s. And, and it was just nothing but bitchiness. It's like, you just meant to be funny. Let's, let's, just, <laughs> let's see life like light-hearted. Let's be positive about things. And there's a lot of bitchiness. And to go into, like a realm that's kind of supposedly violent and to have such like welcoming people and people will help you out and write for you and and then and, and do all kinds and just give advice. It, it's, I don't know, it's really heartening and I'm very grateful for the help and the, and the growth that we've had. It wouldn't be possible without everyone else's support. I think you're spot on there. We've, we've said it for quite a while that the, um, 
the boxing media below the kind of mainstream is it's not as big as people I think think it is. There's obviously a, there's a few podcasts that are quite big. There's quite a few, there's a few magazines that are up and coming and you know, challenging the the established elite and whatnot. But everybody seems to get on really well and and helps out everybody where they can. I mean, ourselves we get on really really well with like the New Age boys and the Fight Talk boys who essentially do something very similar to us, uh, but probably a bit better. So I mean we. And it's just really nice that you don't, like you said, it's not that bitchy behaviour. You just can get on. We can ask them things. They can ask us things. And it, it's uh, very, we're very privileged to be in in an industry where you get that. Because I don't imagine there's there's too many of them about, to be honest with you. No, well, well, it's great because it, yeah, even the, the new age lads and 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 fighters, that is essentially your competition. But your competition are still your friends in in one regard. So. Um, Box and Social is, is another good one, and you know it, it is it is nice. So w- when I was starting out, um, Knockout London magazine was coming out, which is brilliant. If anyone wants to read that as well, uh, that was very similar to me. But they seem to have a, a big team, and I'm, and I would look at their followers, and I'd be on like five hundred, some maybe on thousand. Like I just need to get to where they are, got to that milestone. I don't fight. I want to double it. I want I want to treble it. Um, but I would still retweet all their stuff and retweet their content because they're working just as hard as me. We've all got the same goal, so we can all give each other a leg up. And, and you never know which one's gonna make it. Like you see, um, who's the guy off EastEnders? He's got the—is it pound for pound or punch oh, for punch? Yeah, yeah. Max but, Brannan. I'm not even giving yeah, him his real name. Max these, Brannan. Yeah, these people have—they have all the networking, they have all the contacts. So when when I kind of went into it with, with a bit of force. I didn't really have these contacts, so helping helping each other helps everyone. So you, you could have someone's number, you could help me out for for an interview, or I know you had um, James Foster, was it from Jordan, Port- Jordan, Foster, Jordan, from Portobello. Jordan, yeah, uh, from Portobello, yeah. So he he's got a lot of contacts, and if he needs to get someone to to have an interview, he, he can just draw upon all of us, and and likewise we can draw upon these people. So yeah, it, it is really nice and. You know, we're all, we're all striving for the best, and and good luck to everyone who's trying. So tell me, future now then? You you said you you kind of you've got your grant to launch the website and to launch a a physical copy of the magazine. Yeah, so, well that's it. So we we've done twelve months um, on the spin of the digital e-magazine, and kind of the best ones from them, um, plus a couple of ex- exclusives, and we have we we rejigged it. And now we're going quarterly. Hopefully, um, we we can sell a few if you go to uh, bigvitehook.co.uk. Um, and we're just going to try and fund it. And we're trying to go, um, give some out to, to local boxing gyms, and get some kids involved, give give them for free. And, and as yourself, you you'll know, give them a few uh, free Big Right Hook t-shirts out to try and entice people a little bit more. I'm wearing but, mine right now. Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's, um, I'm, um, I'm, it's just like a marketing plan, really. But it, this is the thing: like I'm getting so far away from the writing, and the writing is the one thing that I love, um, because there's so much other like logistical things that you have to do. So uh, we're discussing printing prices, and uh, by the way, the printers will pull your pants down if you want to print a magazine. But um, it, I just I think there is room for a physical copy, like the way vinyl come out. I, I really think that there's a place in like in societies we, we've got we've got enough phones we, we're sick of adverts and um, we're never off technology but 
can just a physical copy of a magazine come back and you can read it in the gym or, or down the pub or, or having a coffee. I think that can come back. It, it's indie, yeah, and it's, and it's bespoke and very, very niche. But some people like that, and, and I think there's, we need to start getting back to that and not just looking at clickbait and, and on Lab Bible and stuff. We need to just feel something real, something authentic, something where there's real talent gone into it and real passion. So that, that's all we're trying. We're just trying to get that going. Mate, we could we could die on our ass. We, we know that. Um, but at the end of the day, we're giving it a go and we're going to try. And it is just sales and, and the investment goes down the pan. We might just go digital and we might do it as a hobby again. But, you know, it's, we can only... We can only aim high and, and fail rather than because I was just sick of like emailing around saying could, could they get a writing gig here or a writing gig there I was like I, I can do this myself like, it'll take a lot of work but I can give other people far more talented than me the chance to write and you know we're all coming up together and I, th- I think people are buying into that really like we've got a good following and we're real people like so we're not just a faceless brand everyone knows that I've tried to keep myself away from it because I don't want to be that self-centered to say, oh, everyone follow me. All the brand, that's where all the content is. That's where the actual decent writers. So to go for that, and I don't know, if, if we can keep it up, if we get a year under our belt for, for quarterlies and maybe we can go monthly, I, I don't know. But uh, as much content as we can get out, that's that's the main aim. But, you know, it, it could die after this first one and it, it could die after the second one. All we can do is, is try our best and, Hopefully, people will will buy into that and support us. It's it's, uh, it's amazingly commendable, to be honest with you. Like you said, it's instead of scratching around trying to get people to give you some scraps, you've just gone and you set your own platform and you you've done it yourself. So I mean, like I said at the beginning, it's a massive congratulations to yourself that you you've even got this far, and you're still pushing on further from this. So it's a lot of work that a lot of people wouldn't be able to to not even manage, but be prepared to put in. So well done to you. And yeah, you. well, but that's the thing. I I, I well. Obviously, you, you, we're very similar in the sense that we've both got that passion to go for it, but I think anyone can do it. Um, it's funny because when I first started the blog, I, I said to my mate that um, I wanted free tickets to go and watch Rocky Fielding versus Callum Smith at the Echo Arena, and, and they laughed at me. And I love, love my mates a bit, and, but they laughed. I was like, I'm just going to show you that I can get these free tickets to go and watch this. Started the blog, and it was promoting the fight, and, and I got them. And then next thing you know, um, I said, I'm going to go and win this business pitch, which was from John Moore's University. Um, so that took about three or four months. That was really, really rigorous. And then that was like a Dragon's, Dragon's Den style thing. So you get up and you you present your business case to what it is. And um, luckily we won that. And that was a real vindication of all the hard work. So it's like all the free stuff you've done, all the running around, all the organizing, it wasn't for nothing it's like other people do believe in you and and anyone can do it like if i can i'm no one mate if i can do it everyone else can do it so i'd say if anyone's got an idea if anyone wants to join on the magazine front or the podcast front, just just do it mate your mates might laugh at you but at the end of the day if you put enough hard work into it, enough hours it'll pay off it'll pay off and if it doesn't you, you'll have fun trying i completely agree we said exactly the same thing when we started we didn't want to make any money out of it. The aim was to be able to get some tickets to go to some boxing. And we've been to quite a few decent events over the last 12 months. So we're, we're all happy now. Well, that's it. I mean, I think that's the way everyone starts out. They want free tickets. And they go, you know what? I could make something of this. I think 
the beauty of uh, well saying that match room blank me for the column fight last last time uh, in the Liverpool, but not that I wanted to go and watch it anyway. Um, yeah, it's just, I I go to the I don't review fights because I think if you're a boxing fan, you will watch the fight, and if you're just a normal person, you've probably seen it on Twitter or YouTube anyway. So when it comes to the main fight, and you got all the reporters around you whipping the notepads out and getting the laptops out, that's when I put mine down. That's when I enjoy the fight. That's the best part of it. I think it comes from um, when I was in university. I was reporting on Liverpool games from Anfield, and you have to have your match report done at 90 minutes. Similarly, when a fight's over, you've got to do the same thing. But you'd miss half the fight because you're too busy concentrating on this sentence or, or writing out the next paragraph. You should be just watching it. Just enjoy it and give yourself half an hour after it. But... This society, it's kind of, it's everything is instant. So you, you've just you've got to be so quick to get that news out there. That's why uh, the magazine tries to be non-time sensitive because you know everyone else is doing that. Everyone's doing that, and, and it's here today, gone tomorrow. We want yeah. something that can last, you know, a couple of weeks or a few months before the next one. Completely agree with you there. So, um, I mean, you kind of explained it already, but. What's what's the what's the dream for for the magazine and going forward? Assuming that you 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 pick up a bit of a following now, you you get some hard copies sold. What's the what's the end game? Well, I suppose the ultimate dream I think for any boxer magazine is to be. I would love to be the UK's version of Ring Magazine. I would love that. I'd have our own belt, have our own merch, sponsor and fighters. Um, the realistic stepping stones would be things like. I don't know, a, a, a magazine that has a partnership with MCK Global or, you know, we don't know if Boxer Monthly will still be going in five years. Boxer News Online is brilliant. Um, just just to last really, just to do, just to have it as a nine-to-five job or, or just a job with people who I can pay handsomely for their talent. That that's I think that's the goal that we all want. So, um whether that comes off, um, that, that that could be that dream could be over in about six months, mate. But you know, we we all we can do we can shoot for the moon, land on the stars, as we say. But yeah, just getting as big as possible, and it, it looks it does look good on my CV. So if the magazine fails and Sky Sports or BT Sports or or someone like that wants to come along and say oh, would you like a job in boxing and, and you can be a matchmaker or you can be this? I wouldn't really want to be a, a boxer's manager, to be honest. Um, they don't get a, a good a good rep on, no. on Twitter. But, um, you know, it's like a bit of match, matchmaking or, or just promote. I wouldn't even want to be a promoter, to be honest. Just to be involved in the sport at, at a high end and, you know, just to have a bit of influence and help the younger fighters out and, and just organise it a little bit better than it is today so make sure young fighters get paid time to clean up if I could ask Callie's job mate then I think that's the job we all want do the magazine and then just be head of the World Boxing Super Series <laughs> yeah uh, and that, that's probably my dad's dream and he hates boxing but flying around the world with like loads of ring girls watching the best fight the best for me. yeah it's not a bad job <laughs> it's not a bad job at all mate considering I sell bog roll from 9 to 5 right so for you then, we are, I think it's so much to say, it's so we are seven days from the launch of the physical magazine, if I'm correct. Yeah, well, we 
put it to print today. Um, we were doing last minute copy. Like Ryan's a bit of a perfectionist, so like he, he puts his, he puts so much artwork into it and, and so much like time and effort. And he's got a wife and he's got two kids, so I'm, I'm just juggling this. So I'm, I'm grateful for. But yeah, we're making a couple of last minute changes, and it hopefully should be ready by Monday. But um, I'll be I'll be messaging people as and when it's done. The cover's done. We're just proofing it and. Uh, yeah, just sending it out, and there's still some free T-shirts to be won if people want to um, go to the website and pre-order. And yeah, it just the next headache for me is distribution. Really, because uh, printed your top, I printed your top. I went to uh, post your top. A woman stung stung me for two quid postage, so it was like you know what, got another forty of these to shift. So <laughs> uh, we, we we got the budget aside to do that. Um, but it, it's it's kind of all all eggs in one basket, really. Yeah. Um, so we put a big push on the front one, on the first launch magazine. Get some t-shirts out. Get them to a few local lads and a few boxing gyms, and see if we can get any um, big name fighters to, to you know help us out with the promotion. Um, even if it's just a picture on Twitter. So that's my next that's my next protocol. Um, yeah. So. That's just part of the game, isn't it? If you want people to read your work, you have to you have to put the road work in. You have to get to to barber shops. You have to get to gyms. You have to get to tattooists and say, I've, I've got magazines here. Would you like to to buy a couple and give them to your customers? So um, any money we, we recuperate, because uh, we're making a massive loss on this first one. Um, hopefully that go that will go towards a second edition. Should we get that? I think the ball will be rolling a bit and. You know, we, we we can push on, but if it doesn't, we'll stay digital because we've got the website. The website is free as anything, and um, always getting new people involved. So, you know, just get it printed and get it out there. I just cause I can't wait to see the physical copies. I know when we last met, I had the George Groves and um, Chris Eubank one, and, and a guy yeah, yeah. in the Manchester Arena came up and asked us whether they were um, type programs. Which I thought was a, quite a compliment, actually. Um, so yeah, that, that that's basically my next move. Sort out the distribution, and anyone who has pre-ordered, you know, you're in with a shout of a free T-shirt. Right. So, where can anybody? I'm sure you said it already, but definitely throw it out there again. Where can anybody going to find where they can order the physical copy? If you want a physical copy of Big Right Hook, go to bigrighthook.co.uk. It's spelled B-I-G-W-R-I-T-E-H-O-O-K. I think that's probably going to trip me up somewhere down the line when people say it, spell it R-I-G-H-T. But, you know, a little play on words makes us a little bit different. It's brilliant. <clears throat> right, so I won't keep you any longer because uh, I can tell you've obviously got lots to do in, in the final week or so. Um, yeah, but like I said, congratulations on where you got to so far, and I wish you all the success on the first episode. Oh, sorry, the first edition. And uh, I mean, you and I speak regularly anyway, so we'll be in contact in the. No, it's been a, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on, and, and congratulations to you. you. You're coming up to the the century, aren't you? And I'm not gonna let me let it slip, but you've got a big a big one coming with a hundred episodes. We have got something nice planned for a hundred episodes, yeah. which we'll hopefully be able to launch. And uh, put it out there in the, in the coming coming weeks now. No, no, it's it's, it's nice to see you lads doing well as well. It's, uh, if, if we can all keep at it and um, we, we can all come up together and we all help each other out. So, congratulations to you. Um, keep doing what you do and keep putting the hard work in because it's paying off, mate. Um, and hopefully, 
you know, uh, you can make some money from it and, and you can be successful with it. Ah, uh, we appreciate that. And that's right, the dream for us. I'll, uh, I'll uh, go and make me dinner then. <laughs> All right. Have a nice evening. All right, we'll, Mike. We'll catch up soon. All right. Thank you very much. Sit down.